Hello and welcome to Quiet Confidence with Dr. Tess Crawley. It's lovely to be chatting with you today. It's actually been a few days since I've recorded my last podcast episode. Um, that house of sick kids and life gets in the way sometimes, doesn't it? Uh, today I wanted to follow up on a topic that I first mentioned a few episodes ago, and it is related to the concept of mind reading. So if you remember, I think it might have been episode 10, I talked about the dangers of assuming that we know what other people are thinking and then acting on those dodgy assumptions. So for example, thinking that somebody disagrees with what we're doing or somebody doesn't like us or somebody is critical in their thinking of us and letting those assumptions dictate our mood and our behaviour and how the course of our day goes. So today I want to talk about the flip side, the other side of the dangers of mind reading and that is the danger of assuming that other people can read our minds. Have you ever thought about how many times you hear yourself saying, now wouldn't you just think they'd know to ask me if I was okay? Or wouldn't you think they'd just know that I'm really stressed in my job? Or wouldn't you think they'd just know that I've been working really hard and I need a break? People don't know unless you tell them. So when I was talking about mind reading last time and I said, don't assume, that other people are thinking bad things about you because we can't know what other people are thinking unless we ask them. And certainly there's no point assuming that other people are thinking badly of us. Really, what's the point of making that assumption when we could just as easily assume that they're thinking nice things about us, but the more realistic view is to assume they're actually thinking about themselves and not thinking of us at all, and then we can just be free to get on with what we're doing, not worrying about what other people think, at least not so much. The same is true in the other direction. If we base our moods and our behaviours and our choices and our decisions on the faulty assumption that other people know what we're thinking, we're in just as much hot water. If you assume that your husband knows that you're tired or your girlfriend knows that you're feeling rejected or you assume that your boss knows that you're finding a particular project stressful, it's on you. It's on you if you're unhappy in that situation because you've made the assumption that they already know. How can they know without you telling them? Now, we assume that people can read our behaviours or we assume that people know us well enough to know how we're responding to things. And we sometimes assume that any average person would feel the same way as I'm feeling, therefore everyone must know how I'm feeling. It doesn't work like that. Think about how much time you get stuck in your own head worrying about things and then Put yourself in somebody else's shoes for a second and think, oh, hang on, they're probably doing the same thing. Stuck in worries about their own situation, stuck in focusing on their own obligations and you look to be coping because you haven't said anything and so they're going to assume that you're coping with whatever the situation is. So if we use the workplace, let's use the workplace as an example because this is something I hear oftentimes in um, clients who've been experiencing substantial work stress. 
So they will um, talk about things like their workload being unsustainable. And they'll talk about things like not getting recognised for the work that they're doing. And they'll talk about things like feeling um, unappreciated. Now, I never expect people are going to go around the workplace trumpeting how hard they've worked and asking for pats on the back and requesting special consideration for being awesome. Nobody's saying that. But what I am saying is if you haven't communicated with your boss that you've been working really hard and perhaps you could do with a break or you've completed a certain project, was it to their satisfaction? Ask them the question. Don't assume that they've noticed that you've finished something and then have chosen to ignore you. Assume that they haven't noticed. Assume benign intent. And that's the same message that I gave you when I was talking about not mind reading what other people are thinking. If we assume that other people can read our minds and have therefore made uh, a decision to behave in a way that we don't like, we're assuming malicious intent. And really, that doesn't serve us. It doesn't help you to make that assumption. I want you to remember that assumptions are not your friend 90% of the time. You need to ask the question, hey, boss person, did you notice that I finished that project last week? I'm just wondering what your thoughts were. Was there anything you would have liked me to have done differently or are you happy with how it went? Can we talk about what's next on the agenda or can we talk about me having a break? Can we talk about me having a holiday for a week? You know, ask the question, don't expect them to assume that or don't you assume that they know how you're feeling, what you're thinking and that you need a break or a rest from the workplace. The same goes in relationships and, and again, I hear this time again that, uh, you know, my husband should know how I'm feeling. We've got a new baby and I'm exhausted and when he comes home from, from work he can't understand why I'm not fully affectionate with him. Have you talked to him about it? Well, no, he should just know because we've just got a new baby. Of course I'm exhausted. That kind of conversation is one that I hear a lot in the practice, in my clinic. People assuming that their partners know exactly how they're feeling because, of course, you're so close on so many levels that sometimes it's as if we could read each other's minds, isn't it? But the reality is that we can't. And if you are in a relationship where there's been a lot of stress or a lot of change, perfect example being a new baby in the family if you're in that situation then you're both going through a bumpy patch you're both worried about different aspects of the same problem and you're both exhausted for different reasons perhaps so that means that the resources available to each of you to be able to mind read each other in inverted commas are diminished so your communication needs to be at an even higher level than it would ordinarily be you need to talk more, not less, when things are stressful. You need to reach out to each other and really ask, are you okay? I'm exhausted. How are you going? I'm, I'm so tired that I can't even think straight. You must be feeling the same, are you? Asking the question, communicating how you're feeling and not assuming that the other person can read your mind will really improve the relationships that you're experiencing at work, at home, in your love life, wherever it might be. So have a think about that. Have a think about trying to catch yourself out assuming that somebody else knows your needs or knows your thoughts or knows your feelings. Because nine times out of ten, if people truly do understand how you're feeling, they'll respond accordingly. 
but the trouble is we don't let them know how we're really feeling because we've assumed that they already know and then we get offended when they don't respond accordingly. So that's it for today. Just have a little think about catching yourself out and assuming that others are able to read your mind. Just as much as I think it's helpful for you to catch yourself out assuming you know what other people are thinking because you're wrong in both counts. They don't know what you're thinking. You can't know what they're thinking. The key, communication. Ask questions. Listen to answers and see where that gets you. That's it for me today. I hope you're having a fabulous day wherever you are and I'll talk to you again soon. Very best wishes. Bye-bye for now.